It's Monday. It's September 4th. And the word of the day is plurorectal, which means possessing more than one butthole. Used in a sentence, Eli thought he was making up the word plurorectal and made a joke at the expense of what he believed to be a made-up community of plurorectalists. But it turns out they do exist, and they responded angrily, and really tore him a new one. Okay, so I just want to leave my mistakes behind. I mean, in the past. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Taint gonna happen, bro. Um, no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. Semicolon. And broadcasting delayed. <laughs> From America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On episode 57, I guess it rained or something somewhere. <laughs> it was something like that. The future of humanity lies in the balance of a dick-measuring contest between psychopaths. And lots of stupid Irish people lose money when one of the best boxers of all time beats a not-boxer at boxing. <laughs> but first, let's check in with President Trump and Tall Tyler. Tyler. Tall Tyler, get in here, big guy. Yeah, I have to wipe up pretty much everything. I'll, I'll send it to you tomorrow at the latest. Uh, what? No, I'm just I'm, I'm meeting with him now. Who's that? Who's on the phone? Uh, not the New York Times, oh, sir. Good, good. I don't like them. No, I know you don't, sir. Good. Look, Tiger Lily, big guy, there's been too much messing around, too much politics. It's time to get to work. <laughs> Honestly, sir, I guess you know, better late than never. I'm getting reelected. It's time to really buckle down and work on Why, getting... Tyler? Why, why don't you learn? Why do you ever think... So, so, I'm sending everyone in America a dollar with a note that says... Please vote for me again. Love, President Major Trump. Major Trump? Yeah, I write it on everything. It's my thing. M-A-G-A. Major. Not going to touch that, sir. Uh, well, why don't you use stamps.com? Oh, this is an ad. Yep. Oh, okay. What's stamps.com? It's like having the post office right at your desk. You can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own computer and printer. And unlike the post office, Stamps.com never closes. So you can get postage whenever you need it 24-7. Well, do we know anybody who uses it? Not even bothering with subtle, sure. Yes, Mr. President, I know some podcasters that use Stamps.com for all their merch. It's convenient, easy to use, and perfect for anyone's shipping needs. But I am my own grandpa. I'm a businessman, and I love making deals. And I'm not doing it if there's not a deal. Well, luckily for you, sir, there is. You can use the name Skeptocrat for this special offer. You get a four-week trial that includes postage and a digital scale. Just go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Skeptocrat. That's Stamps.com. Enter Skeptocrat. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Okay, Tyler. I'm in. But I hope they handle mail to Russia. I'm... Sure they do, sir. I send a lot of mail to Russia. I know. Because I'm a spy. <laughs> As a Patreon bonus from now on, I'm just going to like videotape Heath trying to make it through the tall Tyler skits and shit. Joining me for headlines tonight are fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Noah, Eli, one sentence debate about the merits of the Electoral College... Go. Oh, ooh, okay. Um, while I freely admit the proportional distribution of electors is preferable to the winner-take-all system employed by most states, I argue that maintaining the basic structure of the Electoral College dissuades the urban policy bottleneck a popular vote system would no doubt encourage. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, that's you. You sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
There we go. Politics in a nutshell. There's Facebook. Lovely. Strong debate. <laughs> Strong debate. That's Facebook and Twitter for you. In our lead story tonight, from the Birther of a Nation file, I officially call dibs on Joe Arpaio for an upcoming episode of Citation Needed. <laughs> That's locked in because he's perfect. Okay. It's weird to do shout outs to our significant others on the show. Hi, Anna. See, it's weird. It's weird to do that, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, but he is perfect for Citation Needed, am I right? I mean, he looks like Chernobyl eye-gouge fighting and, and failed eugenics personified. <laughs> and, um, Eli, correct me if I'm wrong, we have no evidence that he's not the guy who killed John Benet Ramsey. Well, so, we would a lot of have times. some evidence if Noah would stop deleting my script. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, now, to be fair, Andrew deleted the last one. Yeah, yeah. it's probably a good call. <laughs> Yeah, so Joe Arpaio is one of the most evil American people in recent memory, mm -hmm. and the President of the United States just gave him a pardon. He was caught being a giant illegal racist with police power, told to stop, kept doing it anyway, uh, Arpaio I'm talking about, and got convicted of criminal contempt. And Trump was like, nah, he's cool, noogie, yep. noogie, happens right. to the best of us. Right, I just, I can't help but notice you... Uh didn't figure out a way to work my episode on the Stanford prison experiment into that citation needed joke about Joe Arpaio. No room for that one, huh? You, sir, are not pardoned. Look, if I have I said it once, I have said it a million times. Heath is a lazy writer who spends too little time on his writing for these shows. Right. Throwing right. it out there. Just whipping together whatever he gets, and then, bleh, I'll figure it out on air. No professionalism. That's all we ask, man. I'm bringing my A-game. All right. So uh, just in case anyone missed it, Joe Arpaio is the 85-year-old former sheriff from Arizona, best known as a low-level Hitler to the American Latino community. <laughs> as opposed to the low-rider Hitler, who they fucking love. They fucking oh, love. Jesus <laughs> Lizzle, rizzle, hizzle. Ooh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I only say low-level Hitler to avoid going full Godwin right away, but seriously, <laughs> he's way closer to a modern-day Hitler than, than you think was even close to possible. That includes creating a tent city jail colony in the desert full of mostly immigrants, which Arpaio bragged about publicly using the term concentration camp his words yeah his words yeah and and when they pointed out that that was a hitler term he thought it was way too clever when he said he did not see anything wrong with that kept elbowing him going not see i do not see <laughs> at, at this point a time traveling nazi could jump out of a wormhole and attack a guy and twitter would say well he's a time traveler more than he's anything else i feel like <laughs> you're defining is <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we could spend the next few hours just listing more of the absurd, paranoid, uh, maniacally insane events on the timeline of Joe Arpaio's life. But for now, I'll just give a quick rundown as it relates to this story. We're talking about a guy with a decades-long campaign of racial profiling and abuse of power. Mm -hmm. This includes ignoring claims of torture in his facilities, uh, refusing to investigate sexual assault charges... Having a so-called sheriff's posse that had a child molester on the roster. Yep. Um, those last two feel related. <laughs> uh, costing taxpayers millions in weird-ass lawsuits against him. And, of course, being a driving force behind Arizona's 2010 
uh, Jaime Crow laws, I guess they should be called, <laughs> which allowed police to demand paperwork from brownish people pretty much whenever they feel like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also lost the lawsuit to a reporter who he hired a PI to dig dirt up on. Yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> does not observe the one urinal buffer rule. Total fucking prick. Total uh, prick. Okay, are we sure we don't want to do the next few hours thing Heath just said? We could do the next few hours, I'm just saying. <laughs> Saving it for citation. Saving it for Yeah. So uh, the President of the United States just pardoned that guy. And what's even more terrifying than the logic behind that, the pardon feels like Trump's just testing the waters before he pardons someone else who's even worse for the world, honestly. Mm. It's it's him, right? Is it him? <laughs> yeah. I did mean him. Yeah, I, think it's him. Okay. I did mean him, who just lost the popular vote by three million people. Okay. And in that's one way to get tentacles news tonight, the instruction to intimidate the United States by scaring the country with the most video games went terribly wrong this week when <laughs> North Korea fired a <laughs> missile over the country of Japan in a so-called missile test that has been described as reckless by everyone who isn't allowed to say trying as hard as they can to start a nuclear fucking war when describing things. <laughs> well, at least it's not a hydro. Oh fuck! I sorry didn't hit refresh. But but but, it, but at least Trump isn't openly antagonizing our most important strategic ally in that conflict over a knee-jerk protectionist reneging of a tr- fuck. Fuck, I, I gotta ref- I gotta pretty much constantly refresh. Never mind, guys. Just go ahead without me. Never stop, yeah. 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 So that's terrifying. But at least we don't have an urban policy bottleneck. That uh, would be catastrophic. Uh, uh, two votes. We don't have that. You, you guys know if we changed the rules, they'd have told the Republicans too, right? No, don't tell them. They would have been like, fuck, those are rules that are better for you guys. Yeah. We already lost by like three million, so. And we got a calendar oh. and a clock. Patrons are gonna hear all about it. <laughs> It's going to be pretty sweet. So the missile test is believed to be a retaliation for continued annual military exercises between South Korea and the United States, which North Koreans claim are preparations for an invasion, to which many are saying, yes, it is good to prepare for things like that. Don't want to forget a coat. (laughs) You know what slows down a coming invasion, though? Throwing around missiles calms everyone right the fuck down, North Korea. Well, I mean, but now, to be fair to North Korea, we go there once a year and say, hey, if we were going to attack you, it would look like this. <laughs> this is what it would look like if we were going to invade your country. I feel like we could de-escalate there's this, so, too. There's got to be a somehow. solution there. I don't know. Is this why you Feels guys like reacted so badly to my How I Would Fight You presentation at last week's meeting? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was also about how many times you used the phrase, with my dick. <laughs> yeah. Often a problem. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. an idea. I got an idea. What if we have Israel move there to North Korea? I feel like we've calmed down a whole region like that <laughs> oh, once before. Jesus Christ. The Jewish people are very calming no, when they, they move are. in they are. to wherever. <laughs> Why do you think there are no Jewish lullabies? True story. I know a Jewish lullaby. <laughs> do Prime. You know? I do. <laughs> nice. Now, Prime Minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe, commented, quote, North Korea's reckless action of launching a missile that passed over Japan is an unprecedented, serious, and grave threat, adding, Japan and the U.S. stances are completely matched, end quote. Not adding, because you know who's real fucking flinchy about goddamn nuclear missiles? Us, the Japanese, assholes! That shit was on 9-11! <laughs> Except it happened, so fuck off! <laughs> 9-11 didn't happen. That's a common belief. No, there's belief. a lot in Straight that. There in was Japan. a lot in that. At the, yeah. And, 
And in shifting on the DACA debate news tonight, I'm absurdly proud of that one. Thank you. Thank you. President Trump was torn this week between his well-documented love and empathy for the plight of Mexican immigrants and his equally well-documented respect for the limits of presidential power. And poor Sarah Huckabee Sanders had to sell that shit with a straight face (laughs) or like like a kind of crooked diagonal looking face i don't know what the hell's going on there uh, okay she's very clearly sean spicer in a wig but if you guys want to play along whatever i get it like, <laughs> i'm sarah Huckabee. i have the name i'm a lady name and then that's totally sean and then i'm two politicians names that people liked but i'm not i'm not sean spicer and that's what man <laughs> but anyway the point is like Mike that, right, that Trump's going to announce his decision on DACA come Tuesday, apparently, and he's going to piss a lot of people off when he does it. So he's laying the groundwork for his bullshit excuse early. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't trying to deport only brown people, but the white plastic, it was shining in my <laughs> eyes. It was the glare <laughs> is why I'm a monster. The brightness <laughs> is the problem. They can go live with my super hot girlfriend who I lost my virginity to in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so DACA, or Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, is a program started under Obama that protects undocumented immigrants from deportation and provides them a work permit if they were brought to the country when they were too young to, like, actively not be brought somewhere. <laughs> Uh, to be eligible for the program, recipients have to uh, not have been convicted of a felony or three misdemeanors. They have to either be in school, have a diploma, or have served in the military. So, like, basic humanity, but as a government program. So, of course, Trump's been promising to unravel it as soon as he can get his tiny little fingers to clutch a thread. <laughs> it should be easier, though, shouldn't it? You ever see a sweatshop? You ever go to a sweatshop? Those little hands are <laughs> I magical. Have, I have Ugh, not. They're so fast. Or a massage a parlor. Shop. Impressive. Yeah. I'll, first thing only. The children were. By the way, <laughs> that's actually uh, those those little hands are magical. That's actually the closing number from our uh, new project, TPP the Musical. <laughs> Check out the Patreon page. It's gonna be fun. I've only got nine fingers, but I've got a dream. <laughs> Just nine singular <laughs> sensation. Every shoe that she makes. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, when, you know when we hit show tunes, that's when our ratings go highest. I dreamed um, now, a scene. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. All right. Now, despite the consistent campaign rhetoric about ending this program on day one, Trump actually hasn't done anything about it in seven months plus. And the reason is because it's a terrible fucking idea to get rid of this. The, the Republicans railed against DACA when it happened because when Obama did it, he was Obama. But the minimal level of compassion it represents is basically unassailable. So now that it's actually threatened, virtually everyone is lining up to ask Trump to reconsider. Uh, so among the liberal stalwarts most vocally opposed to ending the program are House Speaker Paul Ryan and man with a flag pin on his flag pin orange hat. Weird sign. He's having arguing. the worst year. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. He's like, man, fuck, I should really should have retired. Ooh. It would have gone red one way or the other. But anyway, both of them even are urging Trump to retain the program until Congress can enact legislation protecting DACA eligible immigrants. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, Trump likes kids who don't choose rapist drug dealers to be their parents. So, <laughs> which is why he them. hates Tiffany <laughs> <laughs> and John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, 
Among those pressuring Trump to end the program are the attorneys general of 10 states who are threatening legal action challenging the constitutionality of the program. <laughs> nice pluralization. Why, thank you. Leading the way in that threat, by the way, is Texas AG Ken Paxton on account of Texas having so little need for a motivated workforce at the moment. Um, now, if Trump elects to end the program, it will potentially displace something like 800,000 people because Trump will be damned if Harvey's going to outdo him. <laughs> Just sitting there. Everyone's calling something else a natural disaster? Hold my daughter's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> And in this little uh, pun section thing we do at the beginning of the headlines is inappropriate right now. News tonight. Hurricane Harvey tore through Texas and the Gulf region last week, causing terrible floods, billions of dollars in damage, and a death toll over 50 and rising. Of course, in the wake of this natural disaster, the thoughts and prayers of millions of Americans are with the victims. And those millions of Americans can go fuck themselves and donate some money <laughs> or time. Seriously, do anything useful. Or do one you know thing. what? If you're going to do something useless, at least be more creative about it. Right. Come up with a headline pun. Maybe <laughs> you know, Harvey Wallbanger would have been too easy, but I mean, you could have come up with something. It does yeah. have a, a floater. Yeah. Or that was offensive, or, Noah. Maybe <laughs> Galliano floater. Look it up, everybody. Or, or maybe you go see your favorite podcast live where a portion of the proceeds will go to recovery efforts. Something, <laughs> something trickle down, Joe. <laughs> Water. Yeah. So, uh, nobody wants to politicize a tragedy, but here we go. That's That's right. We already marketed on it, apparently. Because, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, refusing to learn lessons when shit goes terribly wrong is extremely stupid, regardless of politicizing or not. Yeah, so, right. Uh, what can we learn from this, is the question. Science. Science. Mm. Science is a thing. Tony Danza was mm. the boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah. Great answers, to, except for the one. So, <laughs> I actually checked in with the scientists, and according to, like... Pretty much all of them, their thing is real. Huh. And it turns out that human-caused climate change can definitely make hurricanes worse. But unfortunately for the people of Texas, um, the people of Texas tend to elect ignorant, science-denying fuckfaces to hold public office. And that's a big reason why previous attempts at planning ahead for disasters like this one never happened, as long as those plans included any reference to the phrase climate change. Yes, which the plans uh, kind of had to in order to form coherent sentences about what the fuck they were talking about. Primary sub hey, guys, schmimit schminge. There you go. Now can we save the fucking world? Just a like, By the way, spell check isn't underlining that shit. I wrote schmimit schminge, and it's like, yeah, you know what? We had the same idea. Maybe it'll work. Good luck, guys. I, I think the fact it's that not. we share a That's Google scary. Doc just caused the guy who writes the squiggles to kill himself. So that might be it. I'm sorry. The guy who writes the squiggles? Is that what you just said? Yeah, when you spell a word wrong. The guy who <laughs> writes the squiggles. Wow. Fascinating is the word <laughs> Eli wrote in for me right there. Next. And uh, here's another lesson we learned. After the GOP killed 50 people with a hurricane and caused billions of dollars in damage. That was a joke. That was a joke. Was it? Mostly. <laughs> somewhat. That was somewhat a joke. That was... Yeah. 
Mild hyperbole, mostly true. We also learned that the French multinational chemical company called Arkema is run by idiots. Well, that's probably why they named it after Batman villains. I mean, <laughs> isn't that who Batman fights? The fucking French that own a fucking chemical company called <sighs> Arkema? Yeah, sounds about right. So, uh... Arkema, being fucking stupid, became clear after their factory near Houston got flooded, which knocked out their electricity, and caused huge trailers full of explosive chemicals to become unrefrigerated and therefore extra explosive. Yeah. And thanks to their backup generators being not on the goddamn roof of their buildings, Mm. those didn't help either, and shit started exploding. All that happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, one final lesson uh, seems like maybe the belief held by many conservatives that deregulation is automatically a, a good thing is fucking stupid. Yep. Especially the type of deregulation that allows big industrial facilities full of explosive chemicals to be less fettered by government rules about, like, not exploding. Yeah, I mean, that's really what this this flood has is, is opened all of our eyes to. Like, I knew Texas was damn near Somalian in terms of zoning codes and shit, but I never realized it was like... Apparently illegal to operate a business in the state of Texas if you don't have at least one barrel of dangerous explodey shit on site. Yeah. Why do you think they haven't had any wedding cake drama? (laughs) 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 And in fuck up the Irish news tonight, a boxer (laughs) and a not boxer had a boxing match last week and the boxer won. Back to you, Noah. No, no, Eli doing a sports story is too good. Maybe flesh that out for us uh, a smidgen. If you insist, Noah, if you insist. So, for those of you who don't follow sports super closely, like myself, this match was actually a huge deal. Not only was it one of the first major crossovers from mixed martial arts to boxing, but it was also one of the largest pay-per-view events of all time. One of the most in-demand fights of all time, and had some of the largest amounts of money riding on it that's ever been bet on boxing, and... All of this took place despite the fact that everyone involved knew how it was going to go the entire time. It was very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> very no, exciting. right? Right? Would, wouldn't be accurate to call it one of the biggest sporting events of all time, but one of the biggest marketing events for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. Also, one of the biggest um, unspoken racism events of all time, was I'd it? say. Nobody addressed it, really, but the whole time, everyone's clearly thinking, okay, this is Clash of the Bar Fight Titans. <laughs> Who would you rather fight against? Crazy eyes Irish guy or uh, weirdly calm black guy. That's, I mean, that's what we were all thinking. <laughs> Easy question with predictable all... ending as well, Heath. Predictable <laughs> ending as well. So for those totally out of the loop, in one corner, always wanted to say that, thank you, uh, was Floyd Mayweather Jr., the undefeated spousal abuser who came out of early retirement from beating a woman I'm sure he was in a relationship with because he's a spousal abuser for one last fight against Conor McGregor, the Irish MMA champ and racist. Okay, I guess the racism was... Slightly spoken by Eli just now. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, in fairness to McGregor, though, I think he was genuinely just asking Mayweather to dance with him at that press conference when he did that. I don't think it was like a soft shoe thing. Yeah, and everyone knows that Dick Side is his compliment. So who's the racist now? <laughs> Especially so, from the Irish, not exactly. our strong suit. Right. Okay. So the odds in this fight were incredibly against McGregor, who, with returns on him winning in Las Vegas, reaching up to 20 times what people put in. Another thing that made this fight exciting is that while McGregor had never boxed before, he was an accomplished fighter, and seeing how well that translated made it an interesting bout from the get-go. Yeah. Mm. 
Except the part where they choose the way more boring of the two sports. <laughs> yeah. It was fun to watch, but boxing is kind of bullshit. It always feels like a middle school fight with like awkward timeouts and like rule clarification. Right? Like, are we faces? We're doing, I thought we said no more faces after the first minute. So all the middle school fights I was ever in. And in McGregor's defense, he did way better than anyone expected. Because he's alive, first of all. Yep. Yeah, uh, he made it into the 10th round before being TKO'd. Yeah. Yeah. McGregor actually won the first few rounds and he played the angles really well. He was better than everybody expected. But the whole time, Mayweather was basically just standing there, like looking at his watch, waiting for McGregor to get tired, which <laughs> McGregor did. Mm-hmm. And then it was boxer punch, boxer punch, boxer punch. I'm a boxer. I win. Real simple. <laughs> uh, he said those very words. Not a lot of people know it. But if you were close enough, Direct you could hear quote. those exact words. And before you feel too bad for anyone involved, uh, Floyd Mayweather, first of all, abuses women, so never feel bad no matter whatever happens to him. <laughs> he made a hundred million dollars for this fight, and Conor McGregor, if you feel like, oh, the poor underdog, he made thirty million. So, I guess what I'm That's saying it. is I would like to fight Floyd Mayweather, and I will say literally <laughs> any words that would get me thirty million dollars to get beat up. I spent a ton of my life getting beat up for free. So, money sounds great. Money <laughs> sounds great. Okay, well, uh, Mayweather said he's retired for good now, so while we look for, I guess, disabled Canadian tweens to beat up Eli and Andrew for money, (laughs) like they did in a debate, we're going to take a quick break from headlines and check in with the president and tall Tyler again. Okay, so now we're going to bring you in for the afternoon in uh-huh. Houston. Uh-huh. Um, it really just a handshake kind of thing. But later tonight, we've got a meeting with FEMA, and they're going to push pretty uh. hard. For- uh, Mr. President? Oh, Fat Steve, come on in. Re- really, super not that. I'm not. He's, he's 6'4". Fat. Get in he here, be- Tubby. Uh, okay, yeah. Your, your guest is here, sir. Oh, oh, excellent. Tyler, this is the ham guy I was telling you about. Going to solve the whole flood thing. The... The ham guy? Knock, knock. Hope I'm not interrupting. Holy shit, it's the guy with the boat. Tyler, meet Ken. They named the doll after him. They 100% did not. Well, there's two different kinds of history, my fat friend. And I got it. Yeah, shut up, chaps. I ran a marathon this year, man. Don't listen to Flabby Abby over here. What do you got for me, Kenny, baby? Well, thank you. What if I told you that you and your family were in a prime position to be the owners of the only replica boat set to survive the world's largest natural disaster? Oh, that sounds pretty good. You can't Um, be serious. Oh, serious is a heart attack, my high-stepping friend. Oh, wow, that's pretty serious, Steve. Steve, heart attacks. Top 10%. Seriously? This is what bothers you? Don't lash out at me, Tyler. I hate when you guys fight. Not now. So, here's the plan. For only $100 million, you get the quote-unquote boat, you get some figurines, and uh, I'll throw in a bunch of free legal notices from a city in Kentucky. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Do you deliver? I do not. Uh-oh. You won't deliver? Uh, I can't do it. Sorry. It's a big, big boat. That might be a deal-breaker, Kenneth Branagh. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. You probably wouldn't want to end up like Noah anyways. Who's Noah? Why would why wouldn't I want to end up like Noah? Oh, it's just well, he ended up in a threesome with his daughters. So you got a deal, you son of a bitch. Oh shit! Hey, murder suicide, dude! Think? Stop you- asking everyone that. You're that guy now. 
You're being that guy. Please. Just okay, maybe. Right back in a tether, tether of me on a boat. We can't over there. <laughs> it wasn't Noah. Noah didn't. Noah didn't fuck his daughters. Didn't Noah lot. fuck his daughters? No, it was a lot. Lot that fucked his. Daughters. I feel like Noah, Noah had to have fucked his daughters. Well, on that yeah, boat. at some point Noah. They didn't say he did, but he kind of seems like he had to. Yeah, he had daughters and his wife on the boat, and they repopulated I he just had Earth. His sons. He had three sons and his sons' wives. And one of them in one of the movies, raven. they had they had daughters. One okay. of them fucked a raven, and they they turned him black. As they, a they definitely fucked some animals too. Oh, I'm sure they fucked animals, but uh, but no, it was Lot who had the uh, it was a, that had the threesome with his with his daughters. I, I don't pay that. It's much. a funny line anyway, because like Trump wouldn't know the difference. So like I didn't I didn't bother saying anything in the notes. But it's from I I Corinthians. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sounds about right to me, Tyler. And we're back. Next up in headlines from the You Can't Handle the Troops file tonight. In a recent press conference at the Pentagon, Marine Lieutenant General Kenneth McKenzie Jr. addressed U.S. troop levels in Afghanistan, saying, quote, All right, you got us. There's way more there than we admitted. Like, <laughs> like 30% more shit ton more. We had you go in there for a minute, though, right? You, got, you, you guys were totally buying that shit. End quote. It's that white plastic glare again. It's not our fault. We couldn't see <laughs> everything. Because there's more than we thought. In, in our defense, battalion, encampment, blah, 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 blah. I just wanted to call it like 80 guys, 180 guys. <laughs> but they were like, no, let's hold these words. So, so up until last Wednesday, the Pentagon would only officially admit to having 8,400 troops on the ground in Afghanistan. But, you know, the pesky reporters that count deriving planes and shit have been pointing out for months that the real number is much closer to 11 or 12,000. Uh, in the real version of the quote I comically misparaphrased earlier, McKenzie cautioned, quote, the number 11,000 is an approximation. It may be slightly above that. Okay. It might be slightly below that, end quote. Those are the options. Well, yeah, in case you thought that was like a, <laughs> we're still on a strict cohort system or something like that. And who is he bluffing at? Like, there's a team of Taliban guys in a cave somewhere. Like, okay, if it's only 8,000 troops, it might be time for us to run out of this cave and crush the United States. <laughs> but it could be more. Fuck, this is a thinker. He's <laughs> bluffing. I don't know. Uh, question, question. How big are their bombs? Because, again, if it's not the biggest bomb ever, I think we can take them. I think <laughs> we can take them. I'm 15, I mean, and seems... you gave me crystal meth, so I'm pretty good about this. <laughs> Seems like if we could take him, we'd have done it by now. Or Bomb maybe someone in all of history would have ever won a war in that area at some point. <laughs> anyway, so Secretary of Defense Jim Madison says this admission, which comes at least six months after the troop levels were increased from 8,400, is part of a broader effort to increase transparency. Seems like an odd <laughs> overall goal if you're the a Pentagon. Good one. Sure. It's a good um, one. When asked if this broader effort would include a more realistic account of how many American troops are in Iraq and Syria, Mattis explained what I could go fuck myself with. Wasn't one of the pleasant things either. And in Donald Trump says wrong stuff news. Uh, you have no idea what story I'm about to talk about. <laughs> I have no idea. That's pretty much the name of every national news segment at this point. It's only been two weeks since our last episode, and I could be referring to so many things. And uh, actually, I am. We have multiple stories of the president being tragically wrong and stupid. Uh, one about his hurricane relief donation 
pump fake, <laughs> I think. Uh, one about reading a fake version of his own speech. Yep. One about his hands being a good size. <laughs> They're not. That's just something gloves say to be nice. <laughs> and one about Barack Obama being a spy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. Antagonizing the nuclear fat kid and telling people at a hurricane shelter to have a good time didn't even make the list. <laughs> you guys think if Elizabeth Warren runs America like a normal president, except every Wednesday she just snaps a penguin's neck like Steven Seagal, the country will notice? I don't think the country will notice. I think we'll just be I would like, notice the shit out of that and be real happy. I would watch everything. All the stuff. The penguin snapping, the the good policy, a lot of good stuff there. Oh, you are in a fight there. with your girlfriend. Uh, titles. All right. Okay, so uh, all right, I'm going to start with uh, Trump's alleged, we're going to cut that part, Trump's alleged donation to hurricane relief. Last week, he announced that he'll be giving a million dollars to the relief effort in Houston, which is great. Rich people should be giving money to Houston. Um, I guess we could always make a rule about that called, uh, just off the top of my head, uh, taxes might hey, be easier. We hey. could have just like a rule about that. And money. it's for bombs. That money's for bombs now. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it's for bombs. Yeah. A lot of bomb money. But uh, regardless, the million dollar pledge might not actually go through because if Trump intends for it to come from his foundation, it's probably not going to happen. Just like it didn't happen in 2012 when Trump made the same pledge after Hurricane yeah. Sandy. Mm -hmm. And that's because the Trump Foundation is currently under investigation, uh, just like it was in 2012, <laughs> right after Sandy. And just for the record, the Foundation's pretty much always under investigation because it's a shady fuck. But most recently, it's about giving $25,000 to Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi during the middle of Bondi's investigation into Trump University being a giant fraud. Yeah. <laughs> Which it was. Um, pretty sure the government has plenty of money now that we're not spending it all on trans people in the military. So <laughs> no worries. <laughs> That's the problem. So. All right. Next up, we have Donald Trump misquoting himself during a recent speech in Phoenix. He's trying to defend his remarks following Charlottesville, and he decided to repeat his exact words on that Saturday from Charlottesville, which he read as follows. Quote, we condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry and violence, end quote. And that is a string of words he said that day. Yeah. Except he left out the rest of the goddamn sentence, which was on many sides. He condemned the hatred, bigotry, and violence on many sides that yeah. included the Nazis and the well, not Nazis. You know, to be all clear. he was proving here is that, like, they wrote me a good speech. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, uh, to be fair, at the Phoenix thing, the president actually sounded like a non-lunatic human being for about ten minutes, but but then he started convulsing until his weird bigot Tourette's came out and he was like, jury's out on Nazis! So I wasn't going to hold it in. Wait, I'm sorry. Are we talking about c consecutive minutes? No. no. Oh, okay. Alright, no. yeah. No. I added them all up. Aggregate. He's like, I hate dogs. Can't stand them. Now we'll blow this whistle for eight minutes. Oh, look. Dogs. How did these dogs get here? Crazy. I don't know those dogs. Hi, Kyle. Kyle the dog. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for Trump being wrong part three mm. in this in this headline <laughs> segment? Yeah. Great, great. Just for today in this headline, yeah. yeah. Um, and in case uh, it's not clear, Trump's already been officially crowned champion forever and ever. Amen. Of the abuse your words segment, <laughs> yeah. We might break that out again to like fight for the silver sometime, but he he basically ruined the whole thing. 
And he ruined it with stuff like this. Following Hurricane Harvey, Trump visited Corpus Christi, Texas, which is doing his job. Mm -hmm. But the words coming out of his fucking face didn't line up with the situation. (laughs) First, he told a gathering of people... What a crowd. What a turnout. (laughs) Those were exact words during a disaster speech. Why aren't you guys all in your homes? Oh, wait. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) And then, about a week later, he was putting on plastic gloves to serve food to hurricane victims. Again, good stuff. But he made a huge deal about pretending the gloves were too small for his hands, (laughs) which is obviously false. We've all OJ'd a condom before. We know what you're doing. (laughs) I... Most certainly have not murdered a condom for dating outside of its race, so. (laughs) Objection. Well, everyone says they haven't, but, you know, I I put this on Facebook earlier today. At this point, I don't feel like it's just a a lack of empathy. I'm starting to think he lacks theory of mind. (laughs) I cannot imagine what it's like to be a rock or a person. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last but not least, on the Trump being wrong docket. For this segment. For, for this, this specific little segment. <laughs> we have the Obama being a spy thing. So earlier this year, Trump became wildly paranoid after taking no drugs. <laughs> so I guess he just remained wildly paranoid like his normal state. And he sent out a series of tweets accusing Barack Obama of wiretapping Trump Tower during the 2016 campaign. Presidents can't do that. doesn't matter. The tweets included the phrase, this is McCarthyism. But the Russian irony (laughs) was clearly lost. Anyway, we all knew this was nonsense or anyone who fucking thought about it for a second knew this was nonsense. But just in case it needed saying, the Justice Department confirmed last week in a court filing that no, Barack Obama wasn't wiretapping Donald Trump last year, even though that would have been like 100% justified in retrospect because well, yeah. Trump's a Russian spy by accident <laughs> or on purpose, one or the other. Again, all irony lost <sighs> at all moments. No theory of mind, no theory of irony. <laughs> and in God damn it's hot my president news tonight. The host of Kenyan opening arguments, Tayshawn Mankins, has some explaining to do this week after the Kenyan Supreme Court annulled their recent presidential election, citing irregularities and ordering a new one in the next 60 days. Huh. Oh, did a racist sheriff find out that the winner was actually born in the U.S.? Make a huge fucking deal about it. Maybe. So. While other elections in Africa have been annulled in the past, this is the first time on the continent that an opposition court challenge against a presidential poll result has been successful. And while the details of what exactly the election commissions did wrong will receive a full judgment in 21 days are not out yet, widespread accusations about the election from fraud or fraud to improperly reporting results were brought up by the opposition during the trial. Blah, 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 blah. Who's the Nazi and who has the Blackberry? Let's settle this now. Let's get to the important shit yeah i feel like when nullifying an election that's already been like checked off by the eu and american observers and african union representatives and stuff i feel like it's important for the court to be as vague as possible about their reason right we're pretty sure we'll have something reasonable sound hammered out in three weeks that's pretty much the ideal that's what you're aiming for that's what you really want so the election results when announced last week caused riots that killed 28 people but both sides are seemingly fine and now preparing for the second election 
Yeah, you know, riots, they kill 28 in Kenya. That's like a kind of everyday thing. I feel like this this second go-round is going to involve a child abducting balloon skeleton and it isn't going to go well for Mr. Lucky. You have to listen to all the shows. All. Or not. Or not. Just take it as its own statement. Maybe smoke a little bit, try and figure out what Noah was just saying if you don't watch it. Maybe you're just a big Nollywood fan and you don't listen to Gam. There's a lot of ways you could have known about that A lot of ways into that joke. (laughs) So calling the judges crooks, now still waiting to find out if he gets to be president again, President Kenayata said, quote, It's important to respect the rule of law, even if you disagree with the Supreme Court ruling, adding, Your neighbor will still be your neighbor, regardless of what has happened. My primary message today to every single Kenyan is peace. Let us be a people of peace, end quote. Leading us to the startling realization that the Kenyan president who cheated at his election is taking getting caught way better than our president took and is taking getting caught yeah and this guy probably didn't actually do anything wrong even (laughs) jesus and finally tonight in georgia and mine have no business in the same song titled together news in yet another attack against free speech Georgia police officer Greg Abbott is under attack in the media this week after video surfaced of him reassuring a motorist by pointing out that police only kill black people, which is true. Thank so you. I don't know why they're making such a big deal to make him the bad guy here. Ishmael points this shit out all the time, and I don't see him getting put on administrative leave pending the outcome of any investigations. Exactly. So bullshit, double standard, reverse racism, if you ask the generic undersex YouTuber that I'm sarcastically pretending to agree with. <laughs> yeah. So what Noah's saying is uh, he's putting Ishmael Brown on administrative leave pending the outcome <laughs> of our investigation into all the racism on Angry Black Ram. Mm. Sorry you had to hear about into. it like this, Ish. Look, <laughs> I think if we've learned anything this year, it's that what the Nuremberg trials were missing was, I'm joking, God. <laughs> would have been fine no sense of humor at this thing Weird. is this thing on so yeah back in 2016 Cobb County Lieutenant Greg Abbott pulls over some white girl I'm into it and- <laughs> now this is right after the Philando Castile video was making its rounds so the woman is unsurprisingly terrified to put her hands anywhere but the steering wheel. So in an effort to calm her down, the officer can plainly be heard to say, but you're not black. Remember, we only shoot black people. We only kill black people, right? End quote. And then thought to himself, holy shit, glad that wasn't on video for about a year until (laughs) this showed up. Okay, I honestly don't see the problem here. Like, if I get pulled over and the cop says that, uh, that's hilarious. I'm laughing. I'm relaxed. I mean, I probably was already relaxed because I'm a white guy, but still, like, you know I'm saying? Like, I feel like he diffused it a little. It's, it's really great to be a white guy, guys. I, if you take off all your clothes, everyone is scared of you. Cops call you sir. It's, it's pretty phenomenal. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine taking off all your clothes, walking outside, and people are like, oh, no, don't hurt me. That's, that's what it's like to be a white guy. I did know I could do that. That's basically his legal defense. So in response to the media coverage, Abbott's lawyer released a statement that tried to explain away the incident as a context-dependent joke meant to de-escalate the situation, which... Yes. Yeah, it was. I don't think anyone's denying that. What they're getting all uppity about is the fact that it's a disturbingly racist context-dependent joke meant to de-escalate the situation. 
So Abbott faces suspension and or termination depending on the outcome of the investigation, which, interestingly enough, is probably the exact same punishment he'd face if he'd shot and killed a black person on that video. <laughs> so that's how it's not the punishment to... he'd get. It's the one he'd face. <laughs> Seriously, though, guys, being white is awesome. There's always a white guy in the movie. You can just... Walk around stores shopping. It's awesome. You just like, <laughs> maybe I'll buy this. I put stuff in my pockets if I don't have room in my basket. Just bloop. I'll pay for that when I get to the counter. Boop. Boop. Uh-oh. Being, the message of this week's episode is being white is awesome. Absolutely. Be white, everybody. Be white. <laughs> Brought to you by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Do what you can. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> We can bring you one important political lesson. That is it. We just uh, we're done with the show. Be yes. white, everybody. Be white. And you're good. And try to be wealthy too. That helps. White and money, America set. And that's gonna do it for episode fifty-seven. Oh God, that would have been a much shorter version of Atlas Shrugged. Jesus Christ, you could have saved me so much time. Sorry, you were wrapping up there, the episode. There was that tan guy, Danconia from Argentina, right? Mm-hmm. He was tannish. He was a dreamer. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for episode 57. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. And thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on those other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Will, William, Bill, those are all different people in a row by chance. Weird. Teresa, Bodie, Dale, the number 17, Prime, nice. Wade, Deborah, Ada Baby, Josh, Russell, and Claire, whose genitals fit just right. Like when that girl fucked those three bears. And it fits just right. <laughs> in the story, yeah. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent, that is a story like yeah. those fine people. You should see the books I got from my parents. <laughs> I've seen the video. I saw the movie. <laughs> Baron Stain Bears. <laughs> if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Skating Atheist, God Awful Movies, and Citation Needed. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He is the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign off. Be white. <laughs> Boy, I sure am sick of Sundays that don't have football on them. So close. Oh my god. So close. It's and we could all be smack talking about our fantasy leagues if someone hadn't ruined it. Yeah. I thought you were going to hop in and I was going to secretly run your team and it was going to be funny. That would have been done. amazing. Why didn't you I, tell me why that? Did, was the I be clear. You were I would have done, and then it would yeah, actually. You would have also fine. had to tell me because there's no way I was going to like have a league where like <laughs> Eli was suddenly in it and I was responsible for that fact. You know, so all right, quick. Ten, Eli, ten. Eli would have been like, yeah, I'm in, and no would have been like, yeah. So hmm, <laughs> I don't maybe know. you and Morgan could manage maybe. a team together, which is what I actually maybe said. You maybe you up. and Morgan together <laughs> could manage a team. You put me on a team, team like a, like a let... retarded kid on a board game. You yes. tried to monopoly me. 
you did what we do with my grandmother in Boggle. She just writes words she sees, and I'm like, yeah, none of those letters are connected. You dead yet? <laughs> I got into a fist fight over the word ma'am in a Boggle game once. Well, that's, was fun. In- that's intense. Feel yeah. like feel like that's two very different types of families clashing at the same time. <laughs> See, they get you get in a fight of the spelling. That ma'am doesn't count because there's a fucking apostrophe. Yeah, in it. right. Yeah. Okay. I was on the wrong side of the argument at the time, but that's not the point. That's, <laughs> that's not the point. point. That's not what My matters. friend Bob beat the shit out of me because he was so pissed that I kept arguing that ma'am should count, but I was absolutely wrong. I feel like ma'am should count, but yeah. yeah. I feel the like rules, it should count, rules, too. It should count, rules, too. It doesn't. If the, if it doesn't. Rules, yeah, right. No, I thought you should. I, I see, like, this is the kind of idiots I played Boggle against. I assumed it was an argument over how many A's there were in it. There's two. The, the somebody was trying to put M-A-M and call that a word. That would have been the argument and fight I got into in high school about Boggle. Um, no way that was in high school. Fucking friend Bob's smart. Whatever. <laughs> Jerk. I guarantee you that was a college fight. <laughs> He's actually a patron. We'll cut that part. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. What's up? <laughs> Asshole. You can miss money. I know you're a millionaire. Donate more. <laughs> Please, please don't anymore. Don't give yeah. to Harvey. We need money. <laughs> please. I'm just going to play that out of context as the, uh, as the, uh, as the outtake. Let's, let's fix Texas. I mean, like, we could, there's a debate to be, I don't want to have it, but like, there's a debate to be had about. <laughs> oh, I loved Heath's idea. What would you, you care to share your idea on the, the Texas problem? Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. So I'm thinking, at the same time as we build the wall uh, along Mexico, we also – the Democrats just build a wall above Texas at the same time. <laughs> oh. Just parallel – just mirror it. Zoom. There you and go. And now you got – you're Mexico now. It's there the northernmost go. is the one that counts. Obviously, yeah. you're Mexico. Obviously. You guys deal with those you can You can be that area you where the big back. bags of drugs land. The big bags of drugs that are going to crush people. <laughs> you can continue to be that area. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> All right, quick take. If you go blue, you can come back in. If you go blue on the map, we'll let you back in. We'll yeah, get well, we'll down for the that wall. we're gonna have to le- let minorities vote. Unfortunately. All right, so uh, pr- probably not. And but. we just drowned a bunch of them. Mm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Although I will say, man, like based on the um, the the death toll so far, I mean, I know it's gonna go way the fuck up, but even if it goes up a lot from this point, like kudos to the to the rescue effort. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, like in, in, in Katrina, it was just shy of 2,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it goes up tenfold from this point, which I don't think anyone's expecting it to do, that's a huge reduction. I think, you know, it, it, honestly, well, this is a, eh, that'd be a long diversion, but I was just thinking about how awesome it is that there was sort of this centralized, decentral system through social media that uh, was allowing, like, people who couldn't have been effective during Katrina that were not part of the general rescue effort to be effective. Yeah, supermarket talked me into giving a little extra money today too. Awesome, that was good. Wow. And I saw a few other people do it while I was online. Awesome. Well, there you go. There you go. That and Trump's million. That he. That's not. Well, no, that's we'll absolutely. We'll get there. We'll not get there. there. <laughs> no. I was did you see that? Did you see the um, the response that the uh, the government uh, accountability office guy sent out? The guy who just quit from resigned in protest from the GAO. No. no. Um, the, or government ethics, whatever the hell it, uh, his his thing was. Um, he basically he put out this long fucking. If Trump donates this money from himself, not from his donors or his political campaign or his uh, 
organization or is you know charitable I will eat organization. this bag of dicks oh, well, yeah. right here in front of me. I have a bag of dicks that I already purchased and is ready to go. I will eat this bag of dicks if he does that. Yeah, okay, so you did read it. Yeah, all right. All right. I won't bother explaining the rest of it to you. All right. I, sorry, we got a 10 count still. We're only five and a half minutes into this record. It's okay. <laughs> cool. This is going to be mostly outtake today. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.